After this took place, Peter stands up and he preaches one of the most powerful messages in the book of Acts. It's literally a whole sermon. And I'm not going to bore you guys by reading the entire sermon because, you know, you're talking about maybe 25 scriptures and it's just a complete sermon of what he said. When he's walking on the street or did we skip forward a little bit? When he stood up. So right after all these people are hearing all these languages and everybody's astonished. Yeah, on the streets, right? I'm on the streets. Really busy streets. Yeah, the, super there. busy. I'm talking about, okay, so you can picture like a Middle Eastern country where the streets are just packed. With market stuff and people and moving I mean, things. Yeah, we can get maybe it. Maybe the most visible thing you could probably think of is like an Asian subway system. That would be more logical to thinking because you would look at it and you would be like, man, Imagine that in the first century. There's moving traffic. And now they're going up against all this traffic. They're being very focused on what they're doing. It's powerful. This is after like when they were all together, wind blew in and somehow gave them some high power energy that we're calling fire thing, right? So now they're on the streets and then what? They stop and you're going to take us? I mean, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, now, so. let's do it. So then they pause. Because they're all together or are they all running separate, do you think? No, no. So they're in a group and the word's going out that these people are just glorifying God in all these different languages. People are accusing them, right? This is how Satan works, right? Right here. These people are full of new wine. These people are on drugs, man. These people ain't got it right. They've been drunk drinking all night or they've been, you know, smoking whatever, you know? So that's the argument coming against this, right? And this is obviously Satan put in his little scripture in the Bible right here of the mockers, and what they were saying. And so right after that, Peter stood up. He lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all the dwellers of Jerusalem, be known this unto you and listen to the words of my mouth. For we are not drunk, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which has been spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaids, I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved by God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the middle of all of you, as you yourselves know him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God and by wicked hands have crucified and slain whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that it should be able to hold him. And continuing on, he preaches this sermon. Now, I just preached the beginning of that sermon, but he's preaching this thing. He keeps dropping it. He just keeps dropping it. He's using straight scripture and he is directly speaking to their hearts and minds. What a moment. Yeah, on the streets. Absolutely, right? So intentional, I just want to say. Like, this isn't like, you know, like I think for me as a new learner of it, I keep thinking there's like all these 
random odd stories that don't make sense in the Bible. People continue to tell me that. Everybody wants to make the Bible terribly uninteresting at times, right? And just terribly like, you know, marginalized. But at this moment, I am hanging by a thread on everything you're sharing. I'm feeling the moment. My heart is open. I mean, this is devotion. This is clarity. This is the mystic. This is magical. And we're on the streets and these people are convicted. Also, after this sermon took place, it was so powerful that 3,000 people immediately were baptized and surrendered their lives to Christ. 3,000 off of just this one quick message. And that was just the first day. That was just the first day. And you got to also imagine it's estimates. You know, this is an author that he's writing what he's seen. And he's saying, man, there had to be about 3,000 people today, at least 3,000 that got saved. But I mean, it could have been way more. We just don't know. Like for sure, for sure. But at least 3,000 people. Right, this could be 30,000, could be 15,000. I mean, you can't even rely on these numbers. This is what I'm learning about the Bible. It could be five. Who knows, right? Yeah, I mean, what his own people told him. I mean, that's 3,000 people. Sounds like a big number to me even now in a day. Because that means, you know, really what they're trying to say again is here's, this was a very significant moment. It made the Bible, for gosh sakes. And here, I, you know, that's why I'm feeling goosebumps at the moment, because I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in the moment. And I don't get to do this very often. Mm-hmm.